Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the eagle. In honor of our national holiday, the 4th of July, I have in mind to look at our national symbol, the bald eagle, so named because its head is fully covered with white feathers. The bald eagle is a big-footed raptor with great curved talons, a large, high-arched beak, and an exceptionally large wingspan, which enables it to soar high above the land and seemingly to vanish into, into the clouds. The bald eagle is also called a fish eagle or sea eagle because it lives along rivers, lakes, and tidewater. An opportunistic bird, it feeds largely on carrion, but it also snatches fish from the water's surface and often robs fish from its chief competitor, the osprey. When the nation's founding fathers were deciding on a national symbol, Benjamin Franklin, ever practical, lobbied for the turkey, a plentiful and robust bird that could have been an apt emblem for a nation determined to provide for its people. However, instead, the founding fathers chose the eagle, an ancient symbol of strength, war, and imperial power. Since the beginning of civilization, the eagle has been associated with storm gods, war gods, kings, and emperors. For all of recorded history, the eagle personified the sun and signified victory, sovereignty, and the spiritual goal of soaring heavenward. In the mythic struggles between light and darkness, the eagle was ever triumphant over the abyss. But this image of a warlike eagle prevailing over the forces of chaos was not the original meaning of eagle symbolism, for in prehistoric times, the eagle had quite a different meaning. In the ancient Near East, eagle represented the great goddess, Atargatis, who created the earth, the seas, and the heavens. In her sky goddess aspect, she was pictured wearing a cloud-like veil, with eagles circling around her head. It was believed that souls came from the sun, and at death the eagles of Atargatis carried them back to the sun. In the Old Testament, the eagle was interchangeable with the vulture, both serving as psychopomps to guide the dead to the afterlife. The harpies of ancient Greece, eagles with women's heads and breasts, devoured the bodies of the dead, so their souls could be released and reborn. Eagle was the old European goddess of death and regeneration. We see this in many prehistoric burial sites, like the Isbister tomb in the Orkney Islands. Called the Tomb of Eagles, this site contained hundreds of human skeletons interred with eagle bones. The ancient practice was to expose human corpses to eagles and other carrion eaters. Their enormous wingspan and ability to fly higher than any other bird suggested their power to carry souls from one dimension to another. When the eagles had removed all the flesh, then the bones were buried with eagle carcasses to aid in the passage to the next life. The burial ceremony was apparently a joyous celebration, for the sites were strewn with the remains of great feasts, such as the charred bones of sheep, goats, cattle, pigs, deer, and fish. In later eras, 
the eagle's role as carrion-eater placed it on the battlefield amongst the slain warriors. And eventually, eagle became a symbol of military might and victory over a nation's enemies. But I prefer the eagle's original symbolism, that of regeneration. And so let us honor eagle today and strive for a nation reborn onto the path of peace, harmony, and justice for all beings. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.